Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to listen or already are listening like I always do that. <laughs> it is uh, Treks and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. Yes, yes, that's what it is. Today is January 8th, 2023, show 888. And yeah, uh, first off, thanks for our talk for that cool, very cool show, very the amazing amount of detail and research that Vartok puts into those shows is incredible. I just sit here and jibber-jabber. Uh, but again, thanks for that Game of Thrones music show last week. Really appreciate that. Great way to start the year. And this week, a few things. It's going to be sort of more of a casual grab bag kind of a show, I guess. My main topic, which is not, I guess it's geeky. It's not really like TV movie geeky, but... I've been in the process over about the last week building a new computer for the first time in about seven years almost, which is a long time for me. And I just thought I'd talk a little bit about that. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, a few things that I've watched over the holidays. Um, and yeah, so um, let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, again, everyone, welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi. It is 9.50 a.m., uh, early, uh, fairly early on a Sunday here in Michigan. It's about 31 degrees. There's a little bit of snow on the ground. Our winter, we had some snow before Christmas, just before Christmas, a fair amount. Uh, not as much as some places got, of course. There's always a place that gets more snow, always a place that gets less snow. Yeah, I'm looking at all those people living down south. Although they've had, you know, well, they would think it was rough, of course. I, I'll try not to weather shame. That's my one of my resolutions. But but they had some colder weather over the holidays, I know, down even in Florida and Texas, because I know people in both those areas and, and Arizona and a lot of a lot of areas in the south. You guys aren't used to that stuff. So, um, but um yeah, it's not been too bad, really, the last few weeks. We kind of had a bit of a warm-up. All that snow melted away. We had a little bit, maybe just, I don't know, half inch over the last couple of days, just enough to kind of get really on the grass and things like that. Uh, but um, there's your weather report for, <laughs> yeah. So, um, by the way, uh, if this sounds any different at all, um I'm trying to tweak some things. I'm looking over at audacity. I don't know why I'm saying it funny. Audacity. Audacity is the way I say it, but which is what I'm still using, and I put on the new computer. I'm recording this on the new computer, but I'm still kind of adjusting the, the audio settings. It's a little different, of course, on a new machine with a, with a new audio setup. I, I don't know all the technical, but it, for some reason, I'm having to really dial up much more high my mixer excuse me and um and i'm a little surprised by it although it doesn't look like sometimes when you over dial up like kind of the the volume or gain or whatever you get distortion and things but it seems okay i i, I think so 
TrekSF at gmail.com. If anyone listens to this show and it sounds, I, I did a few tests last night. It sounded okay to me uh, and playback. So, yeah, let me know what you think. I mean, I, I think it sounds pretty much the same, the typical way. The mic is the same. So I don't think it's going to be that different. But, yeah, so I'm using this new computer uh, to do the um, to do the show. So let's see what we want to talk about. Should we talk about movie TVs and then talk about the computer? Yeah, let's do it that way. That's kind of how I typically do uh, do these things. So what have I been watching the last couple of weeks? Uh, um, yeah, a few things, a few movies. Um, I saw that new Knives Out movie. I, I'm not a huge fan of those movies. I mean, they're fun and all, um, but um, I really didn't. I, I mean, the first movie I thought was okay. Everyone seemed to be loving it so much. I don't know. I It didn't. Maybe because there's no, you know, lightsabers or facers or something. I don't know. I mean, I do prefer fantasy, sci-fi, comic stuff, uh, action and things. I mean, I, I like a, a good murder mystery. That's that's fun. I can remember that old movie was in the 80s, the old movie they did on the, based on the game Clue. Christopher Reeve was in that. Remember that one? That was – there was an oldie. And um, I think it was last Christmas time they did the um, – what is it called? Murder on the Nile or whatever. Um, Gal Gadot was in that uh, and, and a bunch of other people. But um, so so I watched that. That's not really a geeky movie with Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is great. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that guy just about in anything. So I, I liked him in things before. He was Bond and, of course, the Bond movies. I thought he was fantastic as Bond. So, so he's, he's the central character, you know, the detective in both of these Knives Out movies. And so I watched that one and, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. It was good. I I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like those movies, they're sort of like, you're, you're sort of trying to figure it out, but they're kind of like, I want to say that they're almost too smart for their own good. It's kind of, you know, a little bit of that, but, um. It was good to see Edward Norton. I thought he was pretty good in it. He he seems Edward Norton always seems pretty similar in movies. I don't know. He he's not my favorite actor to watch. I I I, I he's just I don't know. There's something about him that just seems a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Some people like certain actors more than others. It's not like I dislike him. He's just he just doesn't really grab me I guess uh, something like that so um, I think about a week before that I think it was around New Year's weekend I watched um, this movie Slumberland on Netflix with Jason Momoa um, that was different kind of a little bit more of a, a, a kid movie to a degree I think somewhat um, I mean the, the main protagonist is this girl who's I think she's supposed to be about what is she, maybe like 11 or 12 or something like that? It, it, maybe. Um, she lives with her father in a lighthouse. I don't want to say too much, but there, it's a fantasy, basically. Watch the trailer on Netflix. I enjoyed it. I thought Jason Momoa was good in it. I, I like watching him. I also thought it was kind of fun because he typically plays kind of a tough guy. And, and he, he was kind of that in this movie a bit, but also a little bit more fun. Uh, and smiling and, and a little bit more lighthearted. You know, it's kind of a fantasy combination, almost like an sort of like Alice in Wonderland a little bit. Uh, I don't again, I don't want to say too much. I think it's based on a kid's book. 
but I, I kept seeing it in my feed or my whatever you call it on Netflix, you know, where they're recommending stuff. And I finally watched it. So uh, so I enjoyed that. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, that um, I know there was something else. Oh, I think I already talked about all the Christmas movie type stuff I've watched. I watched Spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. I really like that. Uh, yeah, I, I think pretty sure I mentioned that before. And I watched the, the Christmas story. Yeah, I think I talked about it on my vidcast for Christmas. I watched the new Christmas story, which was fun. So, yeah, I, I still haven't gone to see Avatar, <laughs> The Way of the Water or The Way of Water or whatever. The Way of Water. I mean, everyone keeps talking about, you know, they're, I, I, I've said it before. I, I just, the movie didn't really wow me that much the first time. I mean, it looks amazing. It's cool looking. But as a movie, it's kind of like, meh, you know. Uh, it, I think it's some the same way some people feel about those Transformer movies. You know, it looks cool. It's it's kind of uh, kind of like eating a piece of cake. You know, it's it's really tasty and fun. But then afterwards, you're kind of like, yeah, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have watched that movie. But but um, but yeah, I I don't know. I just uh, I, I keep de- debating about going to see the Way of the Water in in um, the new. Just call it Avatar Two, okay? Uh, at the theater. I mean, it seems like it's making a lot of money. A lot of people are seeing it. Most people seem to be liking it. Although I haven't heard that much about, and I, I don't want to get spoiled, but I haven't heard anyone saying, you know, most people I hear the reactions are, well, it's kind of long and it's pretty much like the first one. I hear a lot of that. Uh, so that doesn't really make me like wanting to run out. Although I've always said, I've said it many times on this podcast that you should always make up your own mind. I think part of it is I just haven't felt like going to the movies and and basically four hours of my time, you know, going there, getting back, you know, get, get you know, it just, I've had this computer I'm building and I've had other stuff going on for the holidays. So it's more of a, maybe sometime this week after work one day, I'll go see it. I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's still in like the big theater at the big IMAX near me and, and, um, you know, still playing and all that, but, um, yeah, just hasn't pulled me in. All right. So let me take a short break. I need to get a little drink of tea here. Very short break. I'll be back, talk a little bit about TV and then we'll get into talking about the, the new PC that I built. I'm Jen and I'm Angela from the Anomaly Podcast. And you're listening to Treks and Sci-Fi. So television, streaming, basically mostly streaming. I, I finished watching up, which probably nobody I feel like has watched. They did this uh, sort of um, action-adventure sort of show called The Professionals with um, uh, Tom Welling. I don't know. I blanked on his name for a second. Sorry. Superman from Smallville or Clark Kent from Smallville, Tom Welling. And, and Brendan Fraser was in it. So I mainly watched it because of those two actors, which I like, both those guys. So it was a 10 episode. Was it 10 or 8? I think it was 10. A little spy kind of slash adventure show. Uh, nothing really amazing. But I, I, I started watching it. I felt like I had to finish it. It was just a one season kind of one off. Even the last episode of it said, you know, series finale. So... Yeah, so sorry, got 
interrupt her for a second. Uh, but yeah, watch that. The other stuff on, I've actually had to sort of make a list. <laughs> so I'm working my way through, um, there's only four episodes of this, so I've only got one more to go, but they, they're doing or have on Netflix this, this Witcher kind of, what's it called? I think it's called Blood Origin with Michelle Yeoh um, and other actors I don't really know, basically. Um, she's, uh, you know, she's kind of a warrior person, of course. It's basically telling the tale a little bit of the origins of the Witchers. Uh, and there's, like I said, only four episodes. Each are about an hour long. I, I watched the third one last night. I'm liking it. I mean, I like that series a lot with Henry Cavill, although he's only doing this last season and then left the show. A lot of Henry Cavill news lately, right? Uh, but um, the uh, yeah, this has been good. I you know, it's if you like the Witcher stuff, I think you know, check it out on Netflix if you like the shows. Um, and I, I thought the, I thought the characters and the actors that they've got in here are, are good. It's well, it looks good. you know, it just looks like the other Witcher shows, which they do, uh, a good job with those. And, and they look very well, you know, the, the money is there. They don't look cheap or anything, but the, um, the biggie that, well, let me go through the other stuff. And I really want to talk about the, the, the big one, but, um, so I'm watching, uh, I think I'm only on episode four now, uh, His his Dark Materials, which is now in its final season. That's on HBO, um, based on a series of books uh, that are, or I really like the books. The series is, is a fair amount different than the books. I mean, this this is the same thing everything gets into these days of, is it, you know, it's, it's, it's like that Foundation series on Apple, which is coming back with a second season this summer. <laughs> don't don't read those books and thinking you're going to get maybe you'll get a little insight into the the overall kind of idea of the foundation but the show is like totally different than the books really i mean the, some of the characters are, the, are they've given them the same names like harry selden of course but but yeah so different completely different it's like all these series these days you know they did the rings of power thing which i i did that show a little while back with jen um, Wheel of Time, you know, you know the um, uh, what's it called, House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones spinoff. All these things are all based on these pretty well-known books, and there's all this controversy, you know, all the time about, oh, well, that's not like the book, or that is like the book, or hey, they had to adapt it, you know. I think in general they do a fairly good job. Wheel of Time thing is is quite a bit different than the books from the get go. Um, which for me, since I'm not a huge, as I've said before, Wheel of Time, I love the first five or six books of that. And then I just fell off. I just, I just, it just got, it started to basically like, was like running in place with the books. Not much was happening. So, um, but um, I'll still probably watch the show when it comes back, I think, uh, when they come back with another season of that. Uh, the, um, but anyway, I'm spinning off a little bit for a tangent. Uh, yeah, so so this, um, you know, these shows that they're doing based on these books, like His Dark Materials, I, I, I really like the show actually quite a bit. It, it's different than the books, but it's it looks great. I think the, the actors are well cast, and it's fun to kind of see it wrap up too. You know, we're, we live in a time where these shows get dropped, you know, quickly, and, and, and we – 
It's always been like that. Even network TV was like that. But but it's nice to see something get a chance to, to end, right? Same thing with this manifest thing that I talked about, manifest based on this um, NBC show that came, you know, with this plane that disappeared for five years and comes back. They're, they're doing a final a final season in two parts. The first 10 episodes are now on Netflix. And I'm on, I think, episode six or seven of that. And then they're going to be 10 more. I'm actually kind of shocked that they got 20 more episodes, you know, that Netflix, you know, didn't say, hey, just do one more season and wrap it up. Because I think that I feel like as I'm watching these first 10 episodes, I kind of feel like they could have condensed this a bit of what's going on. I mean, I I think it's interesting. I'm still afraid this this show is going to be like lost and that the payoff is not going to be anywhere. I mean, you got to enjoy the ride kind of, you know, so um, but um, so I'm working my way through that still. There's there's a few shows that I haven't gotten to. Second season of Mosquito Coast, which is on Apple TV. Uh, that's not really a sci-fi or fantasy show, but I, I like the first season. The um, Jack Ryan show, also not sci-fi or fantasy, but that's back with season three. And I read that they already have filmed season four. So I, th- I thought the first two seasons of that was pretty good. So I've got to get into that one. I haven't watched it yet. Warrior Nun t- season two, I've got to start. Um, but the other one that... Um, that I've been watching that I, I really I went through pretty quickly because one, I didn't want to get spoiled. And, and two, it was just a great show it was Wednesday uh, based on the Adams family character on Netflix. Um, Jenna Ortega playing Wednesday Adams at this school, uh, you know, Nevermore Academy, which is sort of like a, a bit of a Harry Potter Hogwarts situation with all these different, um, different, uh, I was going to say, are they, what are they called? Creatures in the show? What, what are they called? I, I don't know. Outcasts, outcasts um, with, you know, there are werewolves and, 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 you know, people who can do magic and, and it's, yeah, a really great show. And, and, and 99% of that is, is due to, well, maybe that's a little bit too much. Cause I think the other actors did a great job too, but, but Jenna Ortega as Wednesday is just, she's just amazing. <laughs> She's just the like she she's just there's something about the way she does her her movements and her facial expressions and you know she plays Wednesday as this very uncaring, you know, likes dark things, but they could have gone too far with that, right? She has to have a little bit of still something inside of her that shows she cares and she definitely cares about the other uh, students at the school that she she uh, becomes friends with, it, it's just super super good. It's sort of like a, a Buffy kind of a, a show a bit too, with the supernatural and a little gang that kind of hangs out and you know solves a mystery that's going on here. I really can't say enough. I mean, I know a lot of people, a lot of other people are saying great things about this show, but if you like that kind of thing, Harry Potter, um, you know the Buffy show. Anything like that, this show is 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 definitely something worth watching. It's only uh, it's a quick eight episodes, and most are yeah forty five minutes to an hour. But I think they're more forty five minutes is more kind of the typical. Uh, and yeah, really good. And they they just announced they're going to do another season, which I think Netflix would have had. <laughs> I think they would have had like people mailing them. I don't know what in the show what would be a typical thing to mail in to get them 
to to renew the show. Uh, I remember back when Roswell, uh, that TV show, the original one, people were trying to keep that one going and they were mailing in bottles of hot sauce because the alien kids on that show liked hot sauce and stuff. I think that's if I remember. I think I'm remembering that right. But uh, yeah, Wednesday uh, on Netflix, really, really great show. Looks great. Um, great production and just just fun and, and interesting. And, and again, the I think Jen Ortega, the next thing I saw she's she's doing, there's another Scream, Scream movie coming. Or she's going to be in, so that should be kind of cool. I like I like to see that, um, but because um, I enjoyed those movies as well. Anyway, just uh, check out Wednesday. I think, uh, yeah, very well uh, worth it. Oh, the other thing I'll mention too on on network TV, good old network TV, is Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap's come back. I'm I'm really liking this new show. I'm really afraid that it's going to get canceled. <laughs> I really am because I don't. I I think. There was some resistance to doing this show without any Scott Bakula. You know, Dean Stockwell has passed away, so that's... But I think they're doing a good job. They're making their own show. It's not a complete repeat of the original, and but with enough from the original, I think, to make it kind of interesting. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know how many episodes they're going to do. Um, they just came back with a new episode last week. Uh, and, yeah, so that's... yeah. Check that out if you're interested. And, oh, the last thing that I'm really enjoying, and the last episode of the first season is is on tonight or is on today, whatever, is Tulsa King. Tulsa King uh, with Sylvester Stallone. Not sci-fi or fantasy, but it's it's a fun show. I like it. Um, he's basically this, I think I mentioned it on the podcast before, he's this ga- gangster New York, you know, mafia guy, you know, uh, and he was in prison for like 25 years because he didn't want to like give up anybody, you know, name names. And uh, now he's 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 kind of doing his thing in Tulsa, and that's about all I'll say. But I, I Sylvester Stallone, I think this is a this show like Rocky, his character, you know, Rocky or Rambo. He he's he's an actor that that if he finds the right character, it really fits him. And I know he was part of like. The creation, I think, of this show and executive producing it, and so because basically this this is like a show that was sort of tailored the character to him, you know. So yeah, all right, break time again. Then I'm going to come back and talk about PC Build 2023 here on Treks in Sci-Fi. Hi, this is Connor Trenier. You're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. All right, I am back. Um. Yeah, I'm a big computer guy. I've said this. You guys probably know. I, I've built pretty much every computer I've ever had, except for maybe the first one for a long time, probably 10 of them, plus some for the kids and things, more than that probably. But uh, I think the last one I built was in like 2016, early 2016. So it's been almost seven years. I kept for the last couple of years was going to build one, but you know, computer parts got kind of jacked up in price they were also harder to find and and I just kept holding off partly because of those things partly I, my current or my I should say my old computer now was still really doing what I needed for it you know it was good enough I guess although Windows 10 that I had on there for 
I never had reinstalled Windows 10, but I, I was starting to have a few little quirks with it, Was which are, basically I was getting to the point where maybe I need to clean off the hard drive, you know, the main, the main. Uh, it's, it wasn't a hard drive, it's an M2 flash drive. I'll talk more about that in, in a second, but then basically clean off Windows and put it on again to fix some of the quirks that had Windows tends to, um, and I think Macs even do this, after putting things on and off and little things happen and updates and all this jazz after years, the software gets things, you know, things get a little messed up is the, is the best way to put it. And I've typically almost all the time, there might've been one time I didn't do this, but I usually don't, I usually can get to the point where I'll just build a new machine. Usually typically that was four or five years would go by and I build a new machine and I'd never you know, the, the quirks that were going on with Windows weren't to the point where, like, I was getting this weird on my last or my just, you know, now old machine, this weird DLL, if, if anybody out there, it, it, it's one of the, I don't know what DLL extension stands for, but it's essentially something that helps or makes Windows do what it does that I'm, that's a terrible description. But uh, it, anyway, there was a little error pop up every time I'd boot up the computer. But I would just click, you know, click it away, cancel it. It's kind of like a blinking engine light on your car. And it, and nothing really seemed to be impacted. I tried to fix it. I tried to replace that particular file from a working, you know, a Windows machine that it didn't. I thought the file got corrupted or something. And I did a little searching. I tried a few things. I'm usually pretty good at this stuff when there's an issue. And I couldn't get rid of the stupid thing. So I just ignored it. Um, and it didn't seem to change anything. But... Um, but anyway, so a few weeks ago, maybe before Christmas, I said, all right, now's the time. Let's build a new computer finally. Prices are stable, fairly stable. Although I will say, <laughs> I'll jump a little a bit ahead, uh, but um, the, uh, the the video card that I ended up getting, I got a NVIDIA for people. Here's a little spoiler or disclaimer warning if you're not into computer stuff very much i don't know how much this next part of the podcast for this week is going to interest you some things might you might not understand i'll try to i'm not i wouldn't say i'm a i'm a let's say a um advanced computer user slash builder i'm not a you know a top of the line expert but i'm certainly better than the average bear of of with computers so so I'll try to speak. I try. To, I think most of the stuff I say is fairly, you know, I don't get into super deep level things. Uh, um, but um, anyway, so what I was going to say, though, is that the video card essentially. So I built a new machine, completely everything basically new. So the video card was half the cost of the whole thing, <laughs> like everything, including the new case, which I'll talk about in, in a minute or two. But but the um but yeah, it, it, it's kind of funny how much video cards, especially if you want to buy a pretty new fast one. But I'll talk again more about that in a second here. All right. So uh, yeah, getting my bearings here. I, I just pulled up my um, part list off of, um, I bought pretty much all of it off Newegg. People have a little bit of love, hate, or mixed feelings about Newegg. It's kind of I mean, you can buy a pretty much all these computer parts on Amazon too. There's also a uh, an actual computer store, not too far. Well, it's near where my work office is. Uh, it's called Micro Center, but I just 
the store's got a lot of stuff, but I just don't really like the store. It's just there's for several reasons. I mean, I went in there to buy a few little things, a couple little cables and stuff from them. But I, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe if I were to do it again in a few years, maybe I'd buy all my stuff there. I I kind of like the online experience of being able to search and compare and and that and so I, I think if I went in there with like a specific, uh, uh, you know, basically grocery list of parts and just bought them, I'd probably be okay. But it's 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 a store that's also like overpacked with stuff. It, it's really got too much stuff for the the square footage that the store is. So that kind of bugs me. Plus the checkout is just amazingly slow there always. All right. Anyway, so um, I've always been, um, uh, even though there's there's AMD has. There's kind of two schools. When you're doing a Windows PC, you can go AMD or or Intel. Even though AMD has had for the last several years these things called Ryzen um, CPU chips that are really good, I've always been an Intel slash you know also with Nvidia using Nvidia video cards. Uh, it's just my thing. I, I've used that stuff and I've it's been solid and and dependable. And I think the other things are good too but it's also what i'm used to it's also what i'm comfortable with a little bit it's kind of like once a chevy man always a chevy man a bit uh, you know as an analogy so so anyway the point is i decided to go with an intel i9 processor it's an 11900k for anyone that's really that interested it's not the latest and greatest intel chip by any means but uh, i guess i'll mention now I didn't really push the envelope with the chip, the memory, or the motherboard, honestly, in this for, for a few reasons. Um, I, I think I, I prefer stuff that's been kind of tried and true for those parts. And there's nothing, these things are pretty darn fast and advanced anyway. Uh, for example, this, this um, I ended up with that Intel 9 chip. Which again, there's the, there's some faster, newer ones, but it's also a price versus performance always thing with these computers. In other words, you could get a little more performance, five ten percent more performance, but you spend like oh, you know, add two or three hundred dollars to the price of the like CPU chip. It comes to bang for your buck a little bit, factor two. So the um, I ended up with DDR4 memory from Corsair. Um, I also, let's see, I already talked about, I, I did an NVIDIA uh, graphics card. I did a 3080 Ti, which super expensive, but hey, it, it should be a rock solid piece and, and I should be able to use it for many years. So that that's what I did for that. Um, what else about the parts kind of, uh, oh, in the case. The, the hardest thing in these computer builds for me is always picking a case. I like a big case, a, a big tower. It just sits on in the floor here. It could be, I, I don't like to have to shove or cram everything in a small or even a mid-tower case. I know there are a lot of ways to do that and that, that are still pretty nice, but I also usually end up having a few drives in there, even old old mechanical hard drives. So I like a lot of room. So I ended up with a Thermaltake Level 20... For, for anyone, you know, that's out there listening about, it's called Thermaltake Level 20 GTARGB, which is, you know, it has some like, you know, pretty colorful fans basically in it. Um, 
it's a monster case. It's really big. You know, these video cards now are really huge. And even the video card in this case does not look like, oh, there's a lot of room in there still. So, um, so yeah, and I'm really happy with the case. The only thing about the case, I was a little bit mixed on, um, it's kind of got glass on all the sides and, and when it's all there, it looks good. It's a little bit, the, the doors pop off really easily. So that's kind of nice on each side. The, um, it's super quiet too, uh, really quiet, even with everything I put in there. I'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, but, um, oh, I know what I was going to say about the case is I have an old computer, like two versions back or whatever, still sitting here over in the corner in the basement. But I wish this case had wheels, the new case that I got. I have an old case that had wheels, but this thing with everything loaded in it, it probably weighs 40, 50 pounds. And, um, it's really nice to have wheels on that to just kind of move it if you need to pull it out from under the desk or, or do whatever. Uh, I, I, I'm wondering, I might I might look into if I can change out the little stubby feet that it has for wheels sometime. Um, but um, yeah, so that's kind of the parts. But uh, uh, let me take a, I'm just going to grab a drink. I'm not going to really put anything in when I edit here, but I take a quick drink and I'll tell you a little bit about building it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So for, for anyone out there who has not ever built their own computer, and if you, I'd say if you're handy, you know, if you have good kind of like skill with your hands and you can follow a bunch of YouTube videos and stuff and, and, and things, it's, it's really not that hard. There, there's a few things you, even I, who've done this a long time, you run into a few little, little quirky snags and thank goodness for YouTube but, um, you know, because for example, cases are all a little unique and they have ports and things on them. And usually near the front or the top of the case that run, you know, you've got little wires, you've got to connect to the motherboard on the right, right little pins and stuff. And that's not really that hard. Although the funny thing about this case, for some reason, I got a right thermal take. It doesn't really have a reset button. It just has a, a power button. It doesn't have a an actual reset. You know, most computers will have a power button and a reset. It's not a big deal. And I'm wondering if the power button can be used as a reset. Like if you just click it once quick, I don't know. You can obviously on Windows, you can, you can, you know, do a reset. But sometimes if the computer hangs up or something weird happens, you prefer to have a button on the side to do that. I'm not sure why it doesn't. But anyway, building a computer, essentially, you know, you, you kind of mount the motherboard in there with some screws. You you push in the memory in the right slots. You know, you you push in the, you know, you add the video card in the right slot, the, the CPU. The, the CPU, for me, was probably the trickiest part because I decided um, because, one, one of the things I wanted to do with this computer, I wanted it to be a little quieter than my old computer. Um, so I thought, okay, I'm going to use a, I've looked at liquid cooling. I read like Maxima PC and I looked at liquid cooling for many years. They have a lot of articles, but I wasn't ready to do the whole tubing everywhere and a whole reservoir of liquid sitting in my, inside my computer. I don't know if I ever did that. I think I might just buy someone a pre-built if I, if I ever took that plunge. But what I decided to do for many years now, they've had these, what's called all-in-one coolers. Basically what it is, it's it's a big, what's called a, a block, uh, which is essentially a way to cool. It, it's a big metal thing with fan, not fans, um, 
little ribs on it of metal, but inside of it there's a liquid, and and there's two lines of that that run, two hoses or two lines that run to a sort of metal plate mechanism that you mount and you basically bolt onto over your CPU. And then this little big reservoir, uh, there's a little pump inside there that pumps the liquid. And, and there are two little big fans that sit next to that, that um, heat sink, which I have it all mounted in. The, that, that whole thing is mounted in the very top of my case. And it, essentially what it does is it feeds liquid through that, through that area through, and it keeps your PC cool. Those fans are super quiet, and there's a big heat sink above it with the liquid in it. Um, hopefully, I'm explaining this. If computer guys who are listening will understand what I mean, but this was the first time I used one of these things, and I, I essentially had to like mount it and unmount it a few times to get it quite right. It wasn't really that big of a deal, um, but but the retention clips and things for putting it onto the CPU. I had to kind of tweak around and re watch some videos about the little books that these things, all these computer parts come with. <laughs> they're like useless for the most part. Maybe this, the motherboard book has some good, fairly good info on it. It shows what different, you know, fan headers and things on your motherboard where you plug in stuff. But it's, um, you got to watch a lot of stuff. Like there's, there was this funky, weird little reset, like I was mentioning before, the fans that are built into the front of the case, for example, go through this. There's a little um, eh, connecting board on on the back of the uh, case, uh, on the flip side of where you basically behind the motherboard. You got to plug things in there, and there was like, well, they have a reset wire that wants to plug in there, and I'm like, is that really right? So I had, anyway, I'm YouTubing all these things as I'm building it, um, but I eventually got it all in. And I and the other thing that that um, we used to use in most computers, especially in the start of when people had home computers, everything used mechanical hard drives pretty much for storage, right? These big old and they're still used to this day, uh, although they're a lot quieter and better and bigger than they used to be. But everybody had mechanical hard drives, and then uh, we moved to these little, slightly smaller looking drives called SSDs which were, um, I don't know, more the size of a wallet or something like that. And, and then now we've gotten to the point where there's this stuff called M2 um, strips that are these, it looks like, um, yeah, it's about one inch by four inch little strip, almost looks like memory that you plug into the motherboard, but it's, it's actually um, a solid state drive with, with flash type memory on it you know, no moving parts and you can get really big ones. Like I got for my main drive that I installed windows on, I got a one terabyte, you know, uh, one of these, I think it was like only $150, which is pretty incredible for a M2 drive. And I even added another one for other storage, a two terabyte one. Um, so the motherboard itself actually has four slots on there for those kinds of things. And I even put on a couple of mechanical drives for my old computer into this one yesterday. But but the point is with the solid state drive stuff, you don't have any moving parts. It's quiet uh, and uh, it's fast. It, it, you know, you can access programs or files or whatever you've got on there, documents, whatever you're doing on your computer, uh, photos, so on. 
music, podcasts, um, more fast and 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 more probably more reliably than a than a mechanical drive. About a was it one year ago or two years ago? I don't remember. But I um, this is rarely knock on wood knocking here. Uh, rarely happened, but I lost a mechanical drive and I actually lost some data and I tried to recover it, but I couldn't get it. Um, fortunately I had most of it. Um, but, um, it, they're, you know, they're pretty reliable, but <laughs> I try basically pretty much like I have a Dropbox thing, anything that's super critical, important, like photos, uh, or, or documents, anything like that. I have backed up in a few places. I have a little NAS, like a little network drive, um, that I have things backed up on. I have things in the cloud. I have things on the PC itself. So there's nothing really uh, that I have, like, if it's that in- important, I don't have it just in one place, but the, these little M2 drives are really cool. And they're, uh, you know, the, the prices have come down and the storage has gone up. Um, I think you can even get some like four terabyte or more, although they get pretty expensive once you start one terabyte's a pretty good deal, even two terabyte, but, but they get pretty expensive when you go beyond that. Um, but anyway, so, so I spent, you know, a few days putting it together, assembling the computer and now I'm kind of in the, you know, and it went pretty well, I would say, um, the case is great to work with. Uh, I'm really happy with that. I'm happy how quiet it is. The all-in-one cooler is pretty nice. Plus, the the cool thing about all this RGB stuff on the case is that you can kind of make it look, you know, you can change the colors. Uh, I'm using a lot of Corsair, which is a brand name of parts. The cooler for the CPU is Corsair. I bought a brand new um, K100 Corsair keyboard a couple days ago. Keyboard was really hard for me to decide um, because I was so used to this old Logitech keyboard that I have, uh, in this one, I'm telling you, I've only used it. I put it, finally got it out of the box yesterday and starting to use it, but it's taking some getting used to the way the keys are and stuff like that. But I, I it seems like everything's these mechanical keyboards now. So I'm kind of trying to jump in and plus it works with this program called ICU for Corsair. So everything's basically all pretty colors now on my computer. The keyboard lights up, the fans on the computer light up, this the little thing over the CPU lights up, the, even the memory, the edges of the memory line light up, the edges of the video card light up. I look like a freaking Christmas tree in my computer, but um, but yeah, it's it's fun. And, and the big topper is I, I decided to take the plunge. Another reason I wanted to build a new machine. For those in the know, um, there's a thing called Windows 11 out there, which most people are not using yet. Um, but I decided to put that on this new machine because, well, one, Windows 11 has some weird kind of aggressive hardware requirements. Like I was not, uh, my old machine, you know, being only like six or seven years old, There, it, the CPU that's on there, I think that was the critical thing. Uh, and maybe TPM, which is something on the motherboard. Anyway, um, point is, it wouldn't let me upgrade to Windows 11, my old machine. I can't I can't put Windows 11 on that machine. But this machine, of course, since it's using much more modern parts and so on, um, I can use Windows 11. And I really don't like upgrading Windows on top of Windows. I really don't like that. Um, I know people do, and, and it can work pretty well but I'm not a fan of doing things like that. So I didn't want to a year or two, like I didn't want to put Windows 10 on this machine. 
even though I'm more familiar with Windows 10, and then have to like put Windows 11 over it in a year, two, three, or whatever. Um, so I just took the plunge dive in. I mean, I've used Windows a long time. Is Windows 11 different than 10? Yeah. Superficially, maybe. I mean, I know there's things under the hood, as they say, that are different between the two. But, you know, the essence of it is pretty much I can find Windows, you know, File Explorer. And, you know, it looks a little different on the desktop. But there's even stuff you can do to make it look like Windows 10 if you want, which I might do. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to embrace the change a little bit. It's not that different, honestly. There's little things that I'm still little quirks about it that I don't really care for so far, but that could just be because it's new. I'm going to kind of live with it for a little bit and then see if I want to change the interface or the the way it works here in a week or two. But I mean, it's quick. I mean, it's obviously a new machine with with you know fast memory and fast drive that the Windows has put on, but this machine boots super fast. I've never had a machine boot this fast. Um, it's really fast. And, uh, and it's, it's cool to be able to do that, you know, get into windows that quickly. Um, and I think that's, again, I think it's partially cause it's just, everything's clean and new and I don't have a ton installed on windows yet or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, it was an experience. I mean, a few frustrations along the way. Uh, I had a, uh, interesting thing with, um, I'll go back when I first booted the machine up, you know, that's always, you know, cross your fingers point in time. Uh, I was getting like a memory error kind of message. The motherboard has a little LED display with numbers and there was an error code that was popping up and it wouldn't boot. And it was saying the memory was not um, basically a mismatch. The memory wasn't, wouldn't work with this motherboard setup or whatever. Now memory has different speeds and I won't get into a lot of detail and things, but I'm like, no, it said right in the book and online, too, that this memory is supported by this motherboard. So what's the problem here? Well, there's a little thing called the BIOS, which is essentially a a, a bit of code. Uh, let's see if I can explain this if you don't know. It's a bit of code that's that's stored on the, on the motherboard that basically tells it how to interact with the, with the parts in the motherboard, right? And inside the BIOS, you set you can set memory speeds and things. Well, what it turned out to be, uh, at least this was my final fix for it. I had to what I had to do what's called flash the BIOS, which basically means write over the old instruction code, the old BIOS on the motherboard with the, with an updated one, so that I was able to get into the BIOS and set the proper memory, you know, to basically tell it what memory I put in there. Even though I thought auto detect would have worked, it didn't seem like it was for some reason. I don't know. I'm still not quite sure. That still was a weird thing to have happen. I've never had that happen before in any build. Usually it auto detects the memory if the motherboard can support it and you're all good. But I think the BIOS that was on the motherboard was so old, the old version, that it it, it didn't know about that memory maybe. I don't know. So you put in you put a little BIOS update on a little flash drive. The cool thing about the motherboard is you actually have a special port in the back of the of the of the uh, the motherboard and one of the ports, a special USB port to for the BIOS only. You slide in a USB drive, you push a little button back there, and it updates the BIOS in maybe like five minutes, and then you reboot and you're good to go. So it was pretty painless. And, um, I had to do a few other little tweaks like that to get everything working right. 
but everything today is good. I'm on the new machine. I've moved the old one kind of to the secondary spot in my basement of <laughs> the Island of Lost computers, the Island of Lost toys. I have a kind of this other desk over there that I put this second dairy machine on to do. Sometimes I'll turn it on to do some background stuff or whatever I need. Um, plus I left a lot of the old data and old drives in that machine and I can move them over. That's the other thing I'm having trouble with. Super weird thing. If anybody out there listening is an expert, but I have a, you know, home network, you know, I have these computers all on the internet with wired ethernet cables and all that. And I have this home network, but it's super weird. My, my windows, old windows 10 machine can see the windows 11 machine and copy stuff to it. But vice versa doesn't work. I can't seem to, with my Windows 11, my new Windows 11 machine, I can't see the the drives at, or my old machine at all. And I've tried, yes, I've looked, and I know about, you know, drive sharing and file sharing and permissions. I know about all that stuff, and it's all set the right way that I can see. And on both machines, and... and um, but I, I can't figure it out. I, I, you know, I can't seem to see that machine from my Windows 11 machine. It's super weird and it's kind of bugging me. I might work on it some more later today. I, I don't know. I mean, at least I can see it one way, which means I can basically move files back and forth one way or the other. Um, and, and probably being able to see the Windows 11 machine from the Windows 10 machine is better because I'm more moving things from my old machine to my new machine. So if I was going to have one direction, that's probably the better way. But it's just weird. I I mean, there's all these little things in a video, a couple of videos I saw that they want you to like kind of go into the device areas and system stuff and, and turn on and stuff. And I, and I followed all these videos and did everything what everybody says, and it still, still isn't seeing it. I, I don't know why. Super crazy to me. I usually can fix this stuff like that and it, it when something I can't get to or do it's like and, and it's Windows has always been weird about drive sharing and file sharing and networking uh, even in a home you know a local home network there used to be something called a work group which they've kind of done away with where you would set a work group like let's just call it Rico's home or something right and, and you do that on each of your computers. You set them all for Rico's home, the work group, and then they, that would allow them all to see each other. This was back mostly in like Windows 7 time. So, um, but now it's that's kind of gone. Now, as long as they're on your private network and they're all connected and you have file sharing on, they should see each other. They kind of eliminated it sort of, at least from what I can see. I don't see a way to set that. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. It almost makes me tempted in a few weeks or a month or something to reinstall Windows 10 on my old machine, you know, and start from scratch because I think I'd probably get it to work fine then. There's something quirky going on in there that's set that's blocking it in my old machine, and I don't know what it is. So, something is, is like keeping it hidden. I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, so that's, yeah, I, I don't know if you guys enjoyed this. I, I just felt like I needed to talk about it, <laughs> even if I'm just talking to a microphone here. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied. Like I said, it was, it would probably, it was a harder computer to build than, than my last couple. I think because of the bump to windows 11 a little bit, I think because of this all-in-one cooler I used, 
The case is a little bit, a couple of little quirky things there, a couple of little bits in that. Oh, the other thing I'll say about the case, I was, I, I, um, I always wanted a case up until this one where I could still put a, like a Blu-ray or a DVD drive in the front, you know, the good old drives in the front like that. But this case is, doesn't really have that ability. So like up until here, I, um, I could put a DVD or Blu-ray drive, right? There was a spot in the front of the computer for that. Well, this has just got a glass kind of front with fans looking, you know, right behind it. And it doesn't have that. In most cases, a lot of cases don't have that kind of stuff. So I bought a, I went over to Micro Center and bought a portable. I have this old um, imaging photo editing program called Paint Shop, an old version of it on a, on a, on a heck, I think it's a CD. I don't think it's even a DVD. It's probably 20 years old, but I just like that program and I like using it. And, but I only have it on a disc. And, um, so, so I bought this, this kind of fairly cheap LG. It was only like $30 at micro center that plugs in USB. It's basically an external DVD drive and it wouldn't read the disc. I bring it home, plug it into the computer and it wouldn't read this old paint shop disc. Now, when I put it into a, one of the computers, one of my old machines that has a Blu-ray DVD drive there, it read the disc just fine. And that just has to do with the power of the laser. So what I basically did uh, is I, I opened up the side of my new computer and I just sort of, I pulled out my big old drive, my big old Blu-ray drive from my old machine and just plugged it in. It wasn't installed in the case. I just sort of plugged it into the appropriate SATA connector and power connector on the new computer and then installed paint shop that way i said screw it i'll just do it i'll just take this drive and plug it in temporarily to install this but the problem about that i really had hoped i could see that old computer because if i could i could see its blu-ray drive and i can install over the network so th this feels like it's a much tech more technical podcast than i ever do so i hope you guys aren't bored <laughs> everyone's out there turning it off this isn't about star trek or star wars why are we not talking about Star Trek and Star Wars? Well, Star Trek, we got Picard next month. So it's going to be all Star Trek for for two, three months while that airs. So, yeah, Picard will be back. Oh, by the way, they finished up Prodigy. That was great. I enjoyed the, the final episode of that. That's a good little show. If you guys think it's just a kid's show, it certainly is not. So check out Star Trek Prodigy on Paramount+. Plus. Um, but, um, but, yeah, there'll be plenty of that to talk about soon. And, uh, and Andor finished. Oh, big, uh, the bat. I was going to say the big patch. <laughs> I was going to say big batch. The bad batch is back. I've watched episode one. They released two to begin with. And I'm still finishing, um, Willow. Um, there's one more episode of that. That's on Disney. So yeah, I forgot about those shows to talk about earlier. But, um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I, I just, it was a big project for me, uh, a bit of money spent. And, um, but I'm happy so far. And uh, a few little quirks to still work out, but nothing major. Um, just mostly moving programs and things over to the new machine. Uh, that's an ongoing process. Like I, I, I put most of the stuff that I use for doing the podcast on the, the new machine last night, Audacity. I use this thing to create the RSS feed called Feed for All. Kind of old school there. What else did I put on? Uh, oh, FileZilla, which is how I move files to the website, you know, the podcast and upload it to the website. 
And uh, I got to finish putting on iTunes. I need iTunes as well. Uh, I started to do that last night, but um, but yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, next week, uh, I might be back. I think I might come back. Uh, maybe do a guest or a repeat. I'm not sure yet, um, but I'll put up the schedule on the old forum. I, I don't really have – I think I want to talk about a movie. I think I feel like I want to talk about some classic sci-fi or fantasy movie and do a show like that. I haven't done something like that in a while or get back to doing maybe a, a show or two this month about just a, a Trek episode. I think we need another one of those soon. So um, that's probably what's coming up on the podcast. Again, uh, if you're not a computer nerd, maybe this show was uh, either boring or over your head or, or a little bit of both. I, I don't know. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I, I, I like um, I like tech. I like computers. Oh, the last thing I'll say about the computer is I, I'm also now uh, looking pretty hard for possibly getting a new monitor. Um, my old monitor is fine, but you know, new computer, get a new monitor. But man, it is a hard choice. <laughs> I was like, I want something, I have a kind of a standard 2K, it's a Samsung, it's 32 inch um, diagonal, it's 2560 by like 1440. So it's a nice monitor and it still works just fine. But I feel like I want something new. And, and I don't, I'm not really a fan of these new curved monitors very much. Uh, although my younger son, I was talking to him about it. He seems to think they're just fine and you get used to that pretty quickly. But um, I've been debating between like getting a really big one, like a 40 inch. But that I, I, I've sat next to that or I tried to my, my my desk is set up where I'm not really even if I wall mounted, I'm not really that far away. So I think that's too big. So yesterday I started to think about like a 34 inch ultra wide possibly. Um I don't know. I'm still kind of debating about that. I might, I might just let it sit for a couple of weeks and look again. And I'm not in a rush. I don't need one. I have a perfectly working one right now, so it's not like I have to have a new one right away. Uh, but um, but yeah, if anybody has any ideas of monitors, uh, I'm always interested to see what people have to say. Uh, TrekSF at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, just do that at Patreon dot com forward slash treks in sci-fi and if you want to watch the videos i do uh that's over at vimeo.com slash trekkie and yeah that's pretty much it and thanks everyone that that donates on patreon each month you guys are you're loyal and i i, I super appreciate what you do i um i had this thought of trying to do some kind of contests a little bit more regularly um with some stuff that i've got around here uh, and yeah, so that might be coming in the near future, either for Patreon and or for the regular podcast too. So keep an eye out for that. Everyone, I hope you guys are well. Um, my wife, Lynn was a little sick for the last week or two. Oh, that's the other thing we, we need to do. I need to do a podcast with her sometime. I don't know what we'll talk about. Um, anyway, we'll see. All right, everyone take care of yourselves. It, hopefully the weather isn't too bad where you're at. Um, be safe, be careful out there, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.